I am Ohiro Oni Isala. Ruminations is the podcast where I discuss matters of life. I am older now than I was exactly a year ago. Last month, last week, and, well, since I began to speak just seconds ago, I have even become older than I was when I awoke this morning. But then, hasn't everyone? Well, it is as life is. But for me, old beliefs and comments about age and aging hardly mean the same thing to me now that they once did. For example, at my current age, I no longer accept long-standing comments such as, quote, age is just a number. Or, you're as old as your mind believes you are. No longer do I accept such comments as fact, but instead I accept them as consolation, because that's how I see them now. If I can train my mind to believe that I'm 15 years old, Would I then have the stamina and desires of a 15-year-old boy? If age was nothing more than a number, why do I I now wake up sometimes to unexplained physical aches that I did not experience in the first five decades of my life? Why do people tell me that I don't look my age when they did not say that to me 30 or even 40 years ago. You want more questions? Okay, I'll give you more. If age is just a number, why is it that I can no longer run as fast or jump as high as I did when I was a teenager? Why then has proximity to the grave become much more real and closer to me than it ever did? Why do I feel that I have so much to accomplish with so little time to do so? Well, why is it now a stamp in my consciousness that at any time now the bell will toll for me? If age is just a number, why have I become more conscious of the fact that this is now legacy time for me when that was never in my thoughts previously? Why is God teaching me things that he never taught me before? Or why is he teaching me things that he probably did not think I needed to learn until now? Please, stop telling me that age is just a number because to me, it isn't. 
stop telling me that age and the realities of aging reside only in the human mind because I am now old enough to know that comments like that are meant only as consolation. So to that extent, I accept them. But you see, I know that my day of reckoning is closer now than it ever was. And although I know that I will not be the one to set the agenda for our conversation when I meet God face to face, I am thinking of the questions that I would like to discuss with him when he holds my hand and walk and welcomes me to heaven. The more I think of my dream meeting with God, the more questions I have and the fewer the answers I have as well. Yet, most of the questions to which I now seek answers relate to situations that I had long thought I was knowledgeable about. Clearly, as I get older, I am not only thinking of my mortality, but I'm also looking at things differently and realizing how much I really desire to know about life and the world in which I have lived for as many decades as I now have. So, if God grants me the opportunity, I will first express my gratitude to him and then I would ask him why he chose me for the blessings that he bestowed on me when I lived in this world. The truth is that, if God had ever given me a pen and paper and asked me to script the life that I wanted to live when I was born, or even when I was 15 years old, or even 30 or 20, I could never even have dreamed of the quantity, the quality, uh, and the nature of the blessings and miracles that God chose to pour into my life. Certainly, this is not the life that I envisaged as a young man, and it is only by favor greater than my human intellect and hard work that I am who I am, and what I am today. So I would ask God why he also took my mother when I was only nine years old and when my youngest sister was only three years old. Then I would ask him why he took my father just shy of 20 years later, just as my younger sister was writing her final examination as an undergraduate. Then I will ask God why he chose not to let my siblings and I drift aimlessly and why he paved the way for us instead to become successful as we have become. I will ask him if he did that to fulfill his word that the children of the righteous will never beg for bread. I would ask God why he felt that I deserved to be alive to see the first non-white person assume the high office of the President of the United States. Then I will thank him for making it such that I was not only alive for that, but was also here to see my children grow up 
and vote for a United States president that looks like them. Why is this important to me? Well, perhaps there is no way to explain it to you, but just that it's very, very important. And it's probably an event that occurs once in a lifetime. I would ask God why he made some people white and made others black. I would ask him why he made some gay and others straight, and why he allowed some to be rich and others poor. I would ask him if all of that was to test the ability of man to love others as much as God loves mankind. I will report to him that so many in the world that I just left have been hated and harmed by others just for being how he, God, made them. And I will ask God if the hate in this world should ever be expected to end. And I will beg God to raise people that will lead efforts to promote love in their communities because too many people who claim to be religious in the world are pushers of hate and violence against those who do not share their race, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, gender, class, religious affiliation, and all political identity. I will ask God why human beings believe that they must judge others over who and what they are when he who is the maker of us all has not judged his children, but has instead said, and I quote, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. Finally, I will request God to keep his wall of protection around the family that I left behind on earth when he brought me to join him in heaven. I will ask him to keep my family very close to him every moment of their lives and to continue to reveal himself to them according to his will as well as maintain permanence in their hearts and lives because I desire to see them in heaven when they have lived their full lives here on earth.